Hello friends, my name is Dane Miller. And I'm Niles Spain, and we're your fuck buddies. We are a dating and sex advice podcast where we take your sticky, sexy situations and turn them into sexy, sticky situations. Simply put, we find questions either online or from our wonderful listeners, and we answer them right here, right now, through the medium of your headphones or earbuds or speaker, or maybe just straight to your brain. Who knows? It By next Monday, that could have been invented. It's true. We could have, uh, like, Neuralink. Oh, yeah, someone did that. Someone put their thing, and Musk was like, yeah, it's going well. And it's like, yeah, that's every game you find that note, and it says that, but then you find the next note, and it's like, shit, they're eating everyone. Yeah, oh, no, my brain exploded. Oops. Yeah, but you know what? This week, we're going to be talking about a weird response to I miss you. How to date a bad kisser. Teaching your son pickup. And getting a hall pass. Should we just get right into it? Let's just do it. Well, Fuck yes, you. I don't. I was going to promo our show, but oh, our yeah. show is happening this week. So there is another show coming. I don't remember what date it is. It's fine. We'll figure it out. Uh, I was thinking we do anti promo and we shame the people that didn't come. Yeah. How dare you? You fool. Especially since a good chunk of our audience is in the Philippines and America. Yeah, I'm I'm targeting you specifically why you didn't come to Toronto and thank you. See our live show. Yeah, it's just a very expensive plane right away. <laughs> For shame. Uh, <laughs> we love you. Okay. This is by Point of Annihilation. I said I miss him while he's away. His reply was so strange. Maybe he, 24-year-old male, is just not that into me, 20-year-old female. I met him through online dating, and we've been talking, almost just as friends, to be honest, since last May. We haven't moved forward in any way with pursuing a real relationship as he's gone abroad for a year. Said year is over halfway, though, and he's coming back to our city in June. I mentioned in a voice message that I wish I could see him, but that it was all right waiting. He said this, I know you said you wanted to see me. Sometimes you have to be careful what you wish for. That being said, from my perspective, it's a good cause for peace of mind. If you have an accurate view of the person that I am, even a camera can be somewhat deceiving. So run for your life. Like I know what I should take from this at face value, but something seems off. Is this kind of weird? Is this kind of weird but sincere or really just a joking, not so serious, leave me alone because I don't believe in talking online and may in fact think you are the one with that as a persona? I feel like I'm maybe not taking the hint here. Any tips appreciated? It sounds like he gave you a fucking AI answer. It sounds like you're talking to an AI chatbot. What does any of that mean? It sounds like he may be a murderer. Yeah, I get it. Like, and none of it sounds correct. Yeah, like it, like it literally sounds like someone typed in either like in a like a translate app. Like it sounds mm. like he went back in time and was doing like a French project and went to Babblefish and was like, I'm just going to type whatever I want. And they copy and paste the answer, even though it's complete and utter fucking gibberish. doesn't follow any grammatical ru- rules. It's just a nonsense. Yeah, it, it doesn't make any sense. I have no idea what he's trying to get at. I do love her weird take on it at the end, but also like. If someone said, be careful what you wish for at the start of a message and ended it with run for your life, like, yeah, like I, I, I don't, I don't know what, uh, like, be careful what you wish for would like, at first I was like, oh, is he coming early? Maybe he's coming early, but yeah. to end any message with run for your life, I don't care 
like any message, even if I was messaging you and being like, Hey, you know, <laughs> what, what time do you want to record tonight? Oh, six 30. Cool. Run for your life. <laughs> what? I feel like, well, damn, I finally sent him too many messages. He's just snapped. So like ending any message. It's like, I always used to joke that my favorite way to end an email is or else just, it was just, it was just the way I finished almost all of my emails for a very long time. Cause I thought it was funny, but it is. this, it is funny. Uh, this just seems like I, I, I love that. She is like, I get it, but is it weird? I'm like, what do you get? What did you take away? Like what, piece of information like i mean i guess ultimately if you really want to like zoom out of what he said it's like it seems like he's like it's nice to be missed kind of i think like (laughs) it is that but it also has this weird like you've done it this was the message and now i'm coming for you yeah which again i do think he means romantically but like it is really weird it has this like this energy of like that was the straw that broke the camel's back. Like now, now I am coming for you. Yeah. This is like a, like a Manchurian candidate sort of like triggering phrase. Like yeah. I miss you is what activates him. And he's like, well, yeah. you've got fucking 48 hours. You dumb bitch. Cause I'm coming for you. Do you think, cause the two options are kind of weird, but sincere or joking. Not so serious. Leave me alone because I don't believe in talking online. And may in fact, think you are the woman edited persona. Which one do you think it is? I think it's the first one. Like, I don't think he's coming for her. I mean, I forgot about the whole, like, oh, even a camera can lie. Like that. Yeah. It feels like he had insecurities about only having talked to her through, like, long distance. But also, it's just such a wild message. I don't know. Maybe They've never met, right? Like, this is specifically just an online relationship, it seems like, I think, is is what it said. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They met online dating and then he went away. I don't know if they met in person in the interim prior to. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Like, yes. Is this a weird message to get? Absolutely. Would I want clarification? Like the thing is, is it's a weird message to get. And maybe he's just bad at flirting and like bad at sort of like being the bad boy kind of thing. Of being like, I'm coming for you, girl. I don't think like I, I, it's so weird to me that when people get weird messages, people don't follow up with a, What the fuck does that mean? Because if someone says something fucking crazy to me, I immediately either play along into the joke and hope that it it pans out. And they like they are like, Mm -hmm. haha, we did it. We joked around. Or they're like, what are you talking about? Like, hey, you need to rewind and like reread what you sent, because maybe something autocorrected there or something. But like Mm -hmm. what you said was lunacy. Yeah. There's a difference as well. Like there's sometimes where someone says something weird and you play along with it because you're like, whoa, that's, you know. And then there are things like this where you're like, wait, yeah. excuse me? What? So what was that? Yeah, just fucking clarify. But also it seems like you have really deep-seated insecurity issues that you somehow thought this was him criticizing you. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it makes me feel like both of them have not been in, like have embellished. And perhaps he's concerned that he's not going to live up to his persona. And she's concerned that she's also been less than sort of like completely on the level with filters or, you know, you know, Mm -hmm. angles or older pictures or like whatever. Right. So like, to me, it seems like uh, hopefully you guys have done like FaceTime where 
you you can't you don't have a whole lot of ability to to tweak certain things. What if they every time they do FaceTime, they're just a cat, <laughs> just just a robot or whatever the fuck I turned Oops. into that one. Oops, that one I can't. Time. I can't. Yeah, Dane decided to do uh, some real cool business stuff by becoming a robot for our last <laughs> meeting. You know, but what hey, are you do they want it? us. They want us anyway. So yeah. <laughs> maybe it was the right move. It is. It's always the right move to turn into a robot. Dane's cool robot fucking uh, gambit. <laughs> yeah. It's- but, okay. I, I think you need to calm down because, well, in one way you need to calm down. In another way you need to panic because the message <laughs> isn't him saying he doesn't believe you're who you are. The message is either him being awkward at flirting and being like hype that you miss him. And this is, you know, it seems to be he's kind of giving full steam ahead, full speed ahead. Same shit to your relationship here or he is gonna hunt you down like prey yeah it's either like hey pack your bags we're going on a romantic trip as soon as i'm back or hey pack a bag because you need to be able to dip within you need a go bag immediately yeah all right uh hit me yeah so just i don't know like again this is the year where i tell people to stop being fucking weird and dumb and useless and Mm. If someone says something that you don't know what it means or you're confused, ask for clarification. Yeah. We're like the days of of wondering and being all wishy-washy and like, ooh, I don't want to scare them away. It doesn't fucking matter. Ask them what – like be clear. And if something isn't clear, ask for clarification. Be like, hey – what did you mean by that? Why are you mm-hmm. like, are you going to hurt me? <laughs> like, are you, those? are you, do you want me to flee? And also like, if you ask someone for clarification, especially when they have kind of threatened you and they get offended, that's a pretty good side. You shouldn't be with this person. Whereas if you ask for clarification, they go, Oh no, that did sound like a threat. I'm so sorry. I'm excited to see you when I get home. That's a, a green flag. So yeah. That's for me. It's like you need to like everyone just stop being fucking scared of like asking for things like communication is literally the most important part of any relationship. If you crumble when it's needed the most, like when someone says something you don't understand and that scares you. Yeah. Like even if we roll back and get rid of like the weird AI shit, if, if it was like you and I talking and you said something along the lines of like. On Thursday, we'll do a thing with the thing, and that's when we'll do it. And I would like me just being like, oh, upset, I'm sure. (laughs) Like me just being like, okay, and then going on the internet and being like, what does it mean? Wait, is it a date? What's happening? Are we hanging out? I don't know. The only person who knows is the person who said it. So like me, it's it's a failing on my part to not be like, hey, what are you talking about? Then you you get the answers that you need and not just guess because like. All this guesswork is just going to lead to more confusion and likely mm. not being able to guess correctly either. So, and like we have the least ability to guess what's happening in this situation because we've never talked to this person before. This could be a throwback to a joke or a movie or something that mm. you watched. Maybe not. Again, it's it's weird no matter what, but like that's the only sane <laughs> kind of option here. So, I'm hoping that you guys watched, I don't know, fucking the runaway or something or like number seven i don't know some some fucking movie where you're being chased and he's like hey here's my clever funny pun throwback and you're like am i in danger Uh uh-oh yeah stop being afraid to ask very basic information and clarifications this is the year that you do it you take up space in your relationships do it also is he ai is he ai that's really what you have to figure out and i don't think hey if we're going to be bold this year, I don't think there's any harm in asking your partner that you've never met 
Are you AI? I think that's a fair choice because legally AI does have to tell you. This is from Bunny Crush. How do you handle a good date who turns out to be a bad kisser? I've had this happen twice recently. I'm 32-year-old female using dating apps. In both cases, we chatted quite a bit before meeting. The first dates were lovely. They really put both their uh, best foot forward. We had a great time and mutually expressed interest in seeing each other again. But both times when I kiss them at the end of the date, y'all, it was so grim. Let me be clear. What constitutes good kissing is, of course, totally subjective. But I think I'm pretty easygoing and open-minded. I've smooched a lot of different people in my life, and both these experiences were just not it for me. My biggest kissing pet peeve is when someone is just wilding out with what they think is kissing, instead of listening to their partner's body language and taking cues from each other. The guy I went out with last night shoved his tongue straight into my mouth and started whipping it around. It was so jarring and unpleasant. It really turned me off. But I feel uncertain how to proceed because it feels felt like the beginning of an emotional connection that's already there. So I'm not sure. Maybe I'm being hasty and should give it more time, though that seems naive. Like, if you're not into it now, chances are you're not going to become more into it, right? You'll just have to get more entangled. And if slash when I do end it, whether now or later, it's harder to imagine sending the I enjoyed our time together, but I don't feel the connection. I wish you the best type message. Uh, the first guy experiences with it fizzled shortly afterwards for other reasons. Do other people ever run into the situation? Were there other factors that made it feel very promising, but the physical chemistry seems like it might be kind of out of whack? How do you handle it? It is easier to teach someone to kiss well than it is to make them a good person you get on with. Yeah. So I think there is something to be said for like, if he's doing the old washing machine approach, you just say like, hey, like, slow it down or like guide them with your tongue a little bit more forcefully. You know what I mean? Like, Or just have a conversation with them. And I wouldn't frame it in like, hey, you're bad at this. I would frame it in like, oh, I personally like X. Because yes then hopefully they won't be as offended because it could just be you as opposed to them. And there's a bonus here. The bonus is if you try to talk to them and they freak shit, that is you skipping ahead into the future and knowing this wouldn't have been a good relationship anyway. Yeah. I mean, this is in some aspects a good thing because it, like you said, it's, it's kind of a litmus test because for all you know, they are also not all that great at sex or at least at the sex that you want. So sure. being able to have a conversation with someone up front about what you prefer in a physical connection and their ability to respond to and adapt to is, is very telling. And if later on when you guys do have sex and you find that there is a little bit of a disconnect in terms of like sexual chemistry, you know that like, oh, hey, we've had this conversation before and he has put in the work to try to adjust to what I like so now you can be a little bit more confident being like, hey, next time can we do that? I really like this. Next time I, I prefer oral to be a little more controlled, a little slower, a little, you know, and like opening up the dialogue because I love like there's nothing better than having someone be upfront with what they like, even yeah. before you've done anything like having someone sort of like during a first date, if he gets like kind of like fun and playful and you start talking about sexy things, which is a, a great thing to do on a first date because it really breaks down barriers anyway. Sure. I love when someone's just like, they they give you like little clues of being mm -hmm. like, oh, I, I really like having my hair pulled or, you yeah. know, I'm really into this. I'm really into that. Because it's just like, it's fuck just it. A, it's such a nice gift because uh -huh. then when it comes down to it, it's like if you're in any way good at listening and if someone gives you a gift like that, you fucking better be. Then you just, you know, oh, great. They love being kissed on the neck. 
fuck yeah. I'm going to kiss Amazing. him on the neck. Like, you throw, easy. Just, you know? just stack those like arrows in your quiver and just like, yeah. they're not always going to be applicable. It won't always be useful. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's it's not always the time to sort of like slam them against the wall and like rough them up a little bit. But mm-hmm. when that time does come, you're ready to be locked and loaded. Now, now nailed it. Uh, you know, have this conversation with them. And once again, like phrase it in the sense that like, this is what you want. This is what you like. And yes. I, and I agree. Like, how do you feel about like, like for me, kissing is a huge, 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 huge thing. If, well, like if it's a bad, much like her, a bad kiss will ruin a great day for me. Oh, for sure. Bad kissing is awful, but like kissing is a really big thing in Ireland. So like the like, shift, the shift, getting the shift, meeting someone like well, no one like lives away from home for like a long time back home. So like, there's not really all that many places you can really take to fuck, especially because the weather sucks. So it's like, as a kid, you go out and it's, I don't know if there's the same culture here. I don't think there is where you would like shift like eight people in a night and it would just be like, everyone's just running around shifting everybody. Um, it's funny so because I don't, it's very important. I don't think that there is, but our experience there is. Yes. <laughs> um, I wasn't very like popular in high school. I was kind of like background. Like I was, I was well liked for the most part, but kind of like, I wasn't really a, anything. However, I did get the reputation of being a very good kisser very early on and i just rode that fuck like i had people who were like like really hot like popular girls being like so i heard and like the amount of people i made out with high school just because like word of mouth got around that i was a good kid um so it's like kissing is a is a a a skill i am confident in but i think it's Mm. also like it's also something that like I I've hooked up with people who are like, Oh, I don't like kissing until like I'm exclusive with someone. And I'm just like the idea of like foreplay without kissing. Yes. That's no like, and I will say, why would, why would you do that? And if, if you want to do like a, a game or like so, a one off yes. or whatever, yeah, for sure. But that's not what we're talking about here. There was a day where uh, someone I was, I was hooking up with uh, thought they might be getting a cold sore. And they were like, Hey, just a heads up. This is a situation. I was like, thank you very much. Those are, mm-hmm. that's Hey, communication. It's really good. Exactly. But you know, we were horny and we were like, we're, we're going to give this a go. And it was like, it, it was very hot not being able to kiss someone you really yes. want to kiss. So like that was fun. But like, if someone was just like, it's too intimate. I would be like, I would be so out. I would like the, uh, I feel like that, like that is like, yes, is kissing intimate. Of course. But like in a good way, not in this weird, like, oh, let's put so much fucking weight on it. Like, I feel like you've got some weird, you've probably got some issues at that point. And like, you just can't wait till you're exclusive because again, well, if you suck at kissing, I've had people float that every now and then. And like, I've, I've bailed out of dates because of it where I've just been like, look, if you're not going to want to make out at some point in time without a yeah. like an, an exclusivity agreement with it, like it's like I, absolutely not, no way. Yeah, I was with someone before who just like didn't like kissing. They were like, I just don't like it. Like I'll do it Weird. like a bit. And I was like, What do you like? And it wasn't with me. Like this was information they gave me before we kissed. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, What the fuck is wrong? Like I could understand you again having had a bad kiss, but like to just be like, No, nothing I enjoy. Yeah baffles me absolutely baffles me i feel like the art of like a makeout session is it's like a lost art especially like as you get older because i think there's like that inclination that that like kissing is just a precursor to sex but it's like i would be totally fine with like in the early stages of a relationship to like 
just have a fucking solid makeout. And like, yeah. don't get me wrong, I will probably want to fuck that person while we're making out. But like, of you course, know, if if, for but if that's reason, all it is, fuck yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, that's the thing. I feel like you need to be able to enjoy every part of physical intimacy like separately. Mm-hmm. Like, not that you shouldn't have one without the other, but like, if you're like, oh, we're only kissing, like, come on, grow up. It's fun. Enjoy for what it is. Have a rad makeout sesh. Go shift a few people. Shift away. Teach people. I I dated someone uh, ages and ages and ages ago who, I, once again, I, I really liked, but their kissing ability was subpar. And within like two weeks, a week, and, and that's like, you know, maybe seeing them like two or three more times, mm-hmm. they were up to my, my standard of what I would want a kissing partner to be like, it doesn't take much. And again, if their refusal to uh, adapt or change or whatever, based on what you want is a very good sign that like chances are, they're not going to adapt and change much anything else. You know what I mean? Whether it's a, a sexual relationship or even just like basic compromise stuff that every relationship needs. If you're like, this is a thing I want. And they're like, no, fuck you. Like, Cool. That's information you need to know about this person. Yeah, I've definitely been with people where like a lot of the time I haven't needed to have the talk because it's like it's almost like dancing where it's like if you lead, they kind of follow. So maybe like try to be I mentioned earlier being like a little bit more forceful. I don't mean like go hard, but I mean like you can guide them if it's not working. Talk. I, I think it's that simple because, again, if you have this physical chemistry in other ways and you have this emotional connection and you get on. This is such an easy hurdle to overcome as opposed to finding an asshole who can kiss well and being like, well, let's undo years of you being a piece of shit. Yes. Yeah. hundred percent. Like it's as Nell said at the beginning, like it's easier to fix a kiss, like a bad kisser than it is to fix a bad person. So exactly. just take your time, sort of try to give this person another chance in a more makeout. Cause like for all you know, maybe the dude was just nervous. Right. Like maybe maybe he's a much better kisser when he's not as nervous. So maybe yeah. in like a, a casual hangout sesh where you guys are just kind of like chilling at home and the pressure is off, like you've you've had your first kiss. So there isn't that sort of like nerves. Maybe maybe it becomes better. Maybe he had a little too much drink, you know, like it, there's there's other factors that could be at play here. So I would certainly say if you got on with this person, give him another chance. Then, mm-hmm. as now said, try to be. Try to like take control of the situation uh, in in terms of like physicality. And then if that doesn't work, then you can start bringing up conversations of being like, I want this. This is what I would like. I prefer this. I like that. And then see what happens. 100%. Uh, We are going to take a very quick advertising break and then we will be right back. This week's episode is sponsored by Fleur Dating. Exploring oneself and one's desires is great, especially if there's a place where like-minded and open-minded people gather. That place is the Fleur app. Fleur is a sex-positive dating app that prioritizes users' desires. Users are encouraged to openly share their desires and fantasies to find like-minded individuals to explore them with. Whether it's for one-night stands, friends with benefits, sexing, or long-term relationships, there are no forbidden desires, only mandatory respect and consent. But most importantly, it's about the pleasure of intimacy, the passion between people, and the desire to try something new. 
The app boasts a bevy of unique features, including a safe mode for women, which prevents unwanted content such as explicit images when they're not ready to take things to the next level. It's a way to encourage men to focus on establishing a conversation, flirty rapport, and to discuss mutual interests and desires honestly, making the app safer and ultimately sexier for everyone. Flur Sparks Game is a card game in chats that helps users learn more about each other in a fun way. It's an excellent way for those who don't know how to ask the right question. The algorithm will do it for you. Worrying about icebreakers is now a thing of the past. Additionally, it has a two-step verification and moderation process for all users, creating a safe space and a sense of community where there's no room for offense, judgment, or scams. So head on over to www.flur.com, that's F-L-U-R-E.com, and download the app today. Once again, that's Flur, F-L-U-R-E.com, to download the app. Flur Dating, made for pleasure. And we're back, or we're not. Oh, oh, we're back. Oh, we're back. Okay, this is by No One Importante, or No No One Important Indie? I don't know. If you had a son who wanted to learn more about seduction and women, what are the top five tips slash advices you would tell him that would help him be successful with women? This is from Seduction. Of course it is. Hey, you've come to the right place. We're here to help. What? Okay, let's let's start with the, the big one. Be confident in the sense of like, do you want answers to this question or do you want to pull it apart first? I I say let's do answers. Okay, because I I think there is answers. I think there are there is advice that you can give young men that will make them successful or at least be more More successful successful. with women. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think number one is be confident. But with the caveat, with the explanation that it's a confidence in self. And not mm-hmm. a confidence in like manufactured into what you think confidence is. I think a lot of people in seduction think confidence is being loud and wearing a bold shirt and, you know, being an asshole. And it's like, no. Yes. Like if you're a reserved person who likes nerdy shit and X, Y, and Z, be confident in that. Be confident in who you are and yeah. the honesty and the truth of your life. That's confidence. Mm-hmm. Not trying to be the loudest person in the room or yes. the the most bold man in the room. If that's not who you are, then it, it's not confidence. It's fucking false Bullshit. bravado. Yeah, and confidence specifically does not mean arrogance. Yes. And to, to tie into what you said about like being an asshole, there is this whole like, oh, nice guys finish last thing. And I know people who strongly believed you had to be mean or an asshole to women to get anywhere. And that is not true in any way, shape, or form. In fact, it's quite the opposite of true. But with the caveat that, like, being nice doesn't mean just, oh, yeah, 100%, yes. Like, you know what I mean? That's that's the nice guys finish last thing, or, like, the women don't like nice guys. It's when you agree to every single thing they're saying in yes. a way where you're you're not you. You're just this weird doormat. So don't do that, but also don't be an asshole. It goes back to what Dane said, be confident, be you. So I think I think that's I think we can turn that into point two of being like, be respectful, but true to yourself. Right. So it's like, don't go out of your way. Like if someone asks you a question, answer it honestly. 
and, and, yes. and, and answer it respectfully. Um, and also like have your, all your encounters should be respectful. Mm-hmm. And that's not to say you can't tease people. That's not to say that you can't be playful with people. You know what I mean? It's like a lot of my successful flirting and like meeting people in public has been us talking shit to each other because oh, yeah. it's, I would say it's, it's funny, right? Like <laughs> a large part of, of dating is that and like flirting and like, but that doesn't mean nagging. It doesn't mean being mean. doesn't mean being cruel. And like, yes, you should be able to tell the difference. And if you can't work on that. So I, I think like respect is right underneath both mm-hmm. for yourself and for yes. the person that you're, mm-hmm. you're approaching. And that means like, if someone is asking you to do something you are not comfortable with, do not say yes, because you think it might lead to sex or yeah. interest or attention. If it's mm-hmm. not something you want to do, if you don't want to go and rearrange a woman's closet, cause she asked you to, then don't do it. But if it sounds mm-hmm. like a fun way to spend time with someone, do it right. Like yeah. it's, it, it's whatever. I remember doing mm-hmm. that with, with one of my friends where someone was like, Oh, you're such a fucking like loser going over. And I was like, one, I'm not trying to sleep with this person. It, it's not something I'm trying to do. And like, I, it's just a fun way. We're going to get drunk and fucking she's going to like, we're, we're just going to like tear her closet apart. Like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. It's fun. What's weirder is being that hung up that you couldn't even fathom that, you know? Yeah. Okay, so we've got confidence, we've got respect. I would say honesty, and it's kind of tied into the other two because you respect yourself by being honest, but it's like people are going to pick up on your bullshit. Mm-hmm. So like if you pretend, oh, yeah, I love I love football, like, or oh, yeah, I love this thing, or like they mention a band and you're like, yeah, I know them. Like, yeah, that's not exciting or hot or fun, and it always comes back to bite you in the ass, and people will be able to sense it as well it is much more like beneficial to everyone if someone goes oh i love this band and you say i have never heard of them yeah again genuinely if it's like kings of leon really who are they like that's not gonna work but like i got bad news for you dude they people there are so many people who don't know who kings of leon is anymore that's fine i just mean fuck kings of leon but i mean in general (laughs) like don't lie about it but yeah it's 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 like it's a good conversation and so many people are so scared that like they'll be viewed as lesser if they don't know what you're talking about or they're not like whatever. But there's nothing more lame than me like, oh, I like this thing. Yeah, me too. Oh, really? What would you listen to? Oh, I don't know. Like there's stuff. It's like I fucking I know you're bullshitting and now I've mm-hmm. lost so much respect for you because you're too scared to admit that you don't know this. Whereas if you didn't know it, I could be like, oh, shit, we should listen to this album. Boom. There we go. Like, yes, it's, it's it, it opens up so much more doors and you're being vulnerable enough to to admit that you're not all knowing which none of us fucking are so many people miss the opportunity of like if you don't know someone's favorite movie that is the best way to ask someone out right like it's so easy to be like hey i've never seen that movie and i know it's like i i do it a lot because like there are so many classic movies i've never seen i've never seen the godfather i've never seen you know what i mean like there's like there's all these like well we just lost all our white male viewers because neither of us have seen the godfather <laughs> it's okay Someone out there's like that's why that's why they we, suck no we've seen fight club so we're okay yeah my favorite movie um, of course so i i think yes I, being genuine in your interest is i think i think a great like new other you know rule or whatever that we want to call these where it's like don't pretend to be into something if you're not into it but on yeah. the flip side be genuine about your to be yes yeah, be genuine in your passions right there's nothing I love more than when someone is really excited and passionate about something that one, I probably don't give a shit about, but I give a shit because you care. 
Like if yeah. someone if someone wants to go off on like fucking a random niche thing, That's I'm so gonna bad. be I'm gonna be so engrossed in that because there is nothing sexier and there's nothing hotter than a person mm-hmm. excited about a thing. Which is why it's so heartbreaking that so many people don't want to listen to their partners. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So like let people be excited and be excited by that. And like you're going to find that it is so easy to have a conversation. Like a lot of people are like, oh, what do you talk about? Like people get nervous and like run out of things to say. Just figure out what that person is into and ask questions Mm -hmm. about it. Because the second someone gets the like allowance, especially in this day and age where like we we feel like we're not allowed to kind of pop off about weird shit. If someone was like, I want to like, tell me all about your campaign. Tell me all about your D&D character. Tell me all about your, your homebrewed fucking solar system. If someone genuinely wanted to hear those things, I'm like, I I could talk all night. And the same, the same thing with like, if, if I find something that that person is into, if they want to fucking talk about their love of Dawson's Creek, I don't give a shit if I don't care about Dawson's Creek. If someone's invested and someone's excited to talk to you about a thing, Mm -hmm. I'm there. I'll listen to you all night. If you care about it. I instantly care about it. That's one thing I think a lot of people when they're dating, like we had this last week or the week before or two weeks ago, three weeks, either way. It's like if you find dating a drain and like someone is telling you these things and you're not like, fuck yeah, it's so cool that I'm learning this new shit. Mm -hmm. You need to like reset where you're at because if you don't give a fuck about other people's stuff, what are you doing? Yeah. You know? Okay. We've got uh, confident, respect, genuine. Four. Shift. Get the shift. Learn how to shift well. Make it. You gotta you gotta learn how to how to kiss well and enjoy it and have fun. It's a huge step. The amount of people I have like made out with, and it's like their attitude before that makeout was like good, but once it happened, it's like let's go. Let's go home right now. Like I would further that to prioritize your partner's pleasure. Oh and for, and, and for get, sure. Get good at oral sex. Yes. There is there is nothing like again. I pride myself on my makeout skills and my ability to eat pussy, right? Like, mm-hmm. and it's something that was very, very important to me at a very young age to get good at. Because as, as we've said a thousand fucking times, if you blow someone's fucking mind before you guys have yep. even had sex, the pressure that is relieved off your shoulders, mm-hmm. like the amount of times where like, especially when I was younger, I've, I've talked about this before where it's like my sexual stamina was not great. I did not last yeah. long when I was a young man, but like nine times out of ten, I don't no like, gives a fuck. Like, like, sorry, I didn't last that long. And they'd be like, I came like four times. <laughs> like, I'm good. Yeah. Like, I'm fine. Because that's and like that. Like, the first one opens the fucking door for all the other ones too, right? Like, the first one's the hardest. After that, they just the train keeps a rolling. And like, the more practice you get, and the more partners you have, and and stuff, it's like everyone's a, a different puzzle to solve. But once yeah. you have like the rules of the puzzle. Yeah. It's a lot easier. You know what I mean? It's like starting in the crosswords are tough because you like you don't really have the vocabulary yet. But once you do, like if you do a crossword every day, you're going to start seeing patterns yes. and stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly how yeah, like, there's the words everyone loves to use. There's like weird little linguistic tricks they do. Yeah. Uh, and then you have your cunnilingus tricks you do. <laughs> um, no, like I think a lot of it is attitude. You need to be the kind of person that wants to make your partner come genuinely and is willing to work at it but the best part of this is it's like one it's not that hard but two every other man out there has made the bar so low for you so low that you really don't have to do much to be top tier 
which sucks, no. but it's good for you and it's good for the women that you will know. The bar is set sort of like at at knee level, at ankle level. Like it it does Ass. not it does not take much to stand out if if you follow like these these very simple sort of like abstract ideas of being like mm-hmm. I'm I'm just going to be an honest individual that wants to make you come. <laughs> That should be a profile right there, a dating profile. That's what anyone wants, right? And not just like we're speaking as men talking about women because that's who we date and that is mm-hmm. our lived experience. But if you're just like, I just, I'm just an honest guy doing my best, trying to make you come. Like, how would you say no to that? It's not going to be as impressive with if you're a guy dating a guy or a girl dating a girl, because they know how to make each other come. <laughs> it's really a straight things only. That's one to four. What's five? Cause I, I think I got it. Okay. Here's my pitch for five is like invest in platonic relationships. That's very good. Maybe let's make it six because <laughs> I want to say you got to be chill. And by that, I mean like, don't come on too hard. Don't come on too aggressive. Don't come on in the wrong situations. You know what I mean? Don't be so desperate that you have to accost that girl at 3 a.m. on a dark fucking street. I think That's that ties into time. like the but first also, three. Be chill. Well, maybe. And be chill when you're rejected. Like, because how you handle rejection, be it like, oh, I don't want to date you. Or be it, hey, you, your kissing could do with some work. Or, hey, I didn't actually come. If you can handle those things with grace and like, Again, confidence and respect. So it is kind of tied in. Again, head and shoulders above everybody else. Yeah. I, I think that ties into like the the first three of being like genuine, yeah. respectful, mm-hmm. and confident. Like have the confidence to take the blow, have the respect to not be fucking shitty about it, and yeah. be genuine when someone comes to you with with criticism yeah. or or whatever, right? Like I, I think I think you can do a lot with those first three. Like honestly, if Why? you get those first three, you're you're already doing very well. But I They're think all very intrinsically linked as well. Yeah. I don't think you, you can do one and not the other for most of this. Um, but I, I think it's really important for young men to form platonic, strong bonds, specifically with other men that mm. become their uh, outlet. And, and women, honestly, because for sure, I think a lot of men have this issue where they only see women as sexual objects. So yes. don't be like a lot of the men we see where you're alienated. Yeah. And, and you put so much weight then on romantic relationships because it's the only way you can get validation, emotional release, physical touch. That's yeah. And that's the thing. It's like I, I think like we as dudes get so fucked over so early in life in terms of like, you know, we're, we're told not to to cry. We're told not to, you know, ex- express emotions like we're we're stifled so early in that way. But then. The only time we're ever, it's ever sort of like, ah, this is boys being boys is when we're fucking fighting, yeah. right? Like there's there's never sort of a celebration. There's never a like, ah, it's just guys being guys if we're holding hands or hugging or mm-hmm. patting each other on the back or like being any sort of like physical affection or touch. Like none of that is celebrated. None of that is oh, quite, commented quite the on. Opposite. Well, yeah. It's like every time we have a video of me and you on TikTok, it's like, oh, look at them. They're fucking. And it's like, OK, like, really? We we laughed in front of a camera like, damn, you're right. Like, and again, obviously, there's nothing wrong with that. But I think there is something wrong with people being so adverse to male friendship that like they see a minute clip of me and Dane 
being interviewed and get like offended. How many times have we been out where people are like, oh my God, the amount. They get real fucking weird and real, like even just like, you know, times where like at the end of the night where we're like, all right, man, get home safe, love you. And like, mm-hmm. it, it's gotten way better, but way back yeah. in the day when we first started going out, like women would like change on a fucking dime the second we started like we you know said anything along the lines of like love you get home safe like any of that kind of shit like mm-hmm. the 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 sort of like energy would change because of it and it fucking sucked and let's again i i got so much better as a partner and as a man and as someone who like was going out and meeting women the second i had a strong friend group the second mm-hmm. i had like that validation and that affection and that safety net and support from a group of platonic friends, it, it was so much easier to date. It was so much easier to be a sexual partner. It was so much easier to be a romantic partner because I it, I didn't need any of that. Everything mm-hmm. I needed, I got from my friends who were safe and were loving and kind and caring. And so when I finally met people that I was I was willing to like be romantic or sexual with. Mm-hmm. If if at any point in time it got bad, I could just be like, I, "This isn't. Yeah. This doesn't serve me." So I'm fucking out. And it having that, like a choice and a willing addition, as opposed to like a need and like a you know a desperate kind of like, "Well, fuck, I'll take something rather than nothing." Right? Yeah. And I think yeah. that makes you inherently more attractive. You know, now that we're down at five, I think we put an arrow that goes back up to confidence of being like, they all, yeah. you know what I mean? Like they all trickle down. Like you said, like they're all intrinsically linked where it's like mm-hmm. the second you get, you get that friend group, then yeah. the you become- you're shifting the homies. <laughs> you shift the <laughs> they, homies good night. They teach you, they go down on you, you go down on them, you know? <laughs> right. It's like you, you get this like friend group and this support group. Then it's like all of a sudden you're way more confident to be who you are. Yes. Then it's easier to to be respectful because you're not getting all fucking weird. It genuinely you're going to be more attractive with friends anyway, because one, you have other interests and like it opens your mind. It makes you a better, con- you know, like there, there are so much benefits to all of this. I think we did a pretty good job on those five. I think we did a great job. Now, I did. I think we got to do your question. question really quickly. Yes. Yeah. It's it's going to be very simple, I think. Uh, this is from a deleted user. Uh, my fiance, 25-year-old female, gave me, a 26-year-old male, a hall pass. My fiance is my first. It's created a bit of weirdness in our relationship. Hasn't necessarily been an issue for us. I've learned to not get in my head about her history, but she has this fear that at some point I'll want to experience someone else, and I'd be lying if I haven't said that I thought about it. She told me if I ever feel like I need to experience something, I could, and just she didn't want to know about it. I've been considering it lately, but I can't get the past the feeling that I'd be cheating on her. I don't feel like it's something I need to do, but I'm a guy in my mid twenties and it's very tempting. It's it's a trap. It's it's so like obviously, even if it's not an intentional trap, even yes, if she did I, mean this genuinely, you guys have had not you haven't talked about any of the important shit. Yes. I don't think it's malicious. I think it's fear and insecurity based, which doesn't make it better like oh there's so much to unpack here i can't believe you said it was gonna be quick because like oh there's it's created weirdness but it hasn't been a big deal obviously it has been if you've talked about if you're mentioning it now you're saying it's created weirdness and she feels the need to bring this up to you and you're saying you've thought about it like there's a lot here so i think step one you need to get over her history it doesn't fucking matter you need to examine why it's in your head and deal with that uh in a healthy way if possible Therapy would help. We know a great therapist. He was on last week. I feel like that that is key. Two, if this is a thing you guys want to do, 
you can't just be like, oh, if you do it, just don't talk. Like, you know what I mean? That's not healthy. You need to sit down. And if you're genuinely considering it, you need to have a conversation with her. Because my guess is if you sit her down and say, hey, I'm genuinely considering taking you up on that offer. And I really feel like we need to discuss like some ground rules or whatever. I think she will cry and she will be upset. I don't think she will be like, okay, cool. Yeah, let's do it. And I think how she reacts to you taking the offer seriously is going to be a very good indication of how serious she is about the offer. And I don't believe in like tests or like setting things up, but I I think this is a good idea. I think like you've mentioned that you thought about it. So it's not necessarily bullshit to have this conversation. So I think, I think that's a great idea of being like, Hey, we need to talk about this hall pass idea. Um, Lately I've been considering it and I will not be comfortable doing it unless we have a conversation in terms of boundaries and rules and X, Y, and Z. And it's like, I understand that you don't want to know about it, but that won't work for me. That feels like I'm being sneaky and manipulative and cheating on you. So I understand if you don't want the details, but I, here are the things that I need to be comfortable to do it. And like genuinely think of what that would be. If it is a matter of being like, Hey, I'm going to go on a date tonight. Um, I will be home by this time. You know what I mean? Like, even if it's something as simple as that, because like being like, hey, I'm going to be out. I will be home by midnight because there's nothing worse than just sort of like living as as her, as the partner living in just sort of like a void of being like anything could be happening. But if you know that, like, oh, hey, OK, he's leaving at eight. He's back by midnight. Mm-hmm. At least then, you know, right. Or just like, I'm sure there are people that would upset her far more than others if you hooked up with them such as people you both know, such as people at your work, such as that one girl she has a weird thing about. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think it is very important to uh, determine you know, who's off limits, what situations are off limits. I also think it's important to determine what is allowed by hall pass. Is it you can make out with someone? Is it you can fuck someone? Is it you can go out on a date with someone? Because yeah. like, I will say as a guy, casually just landing in a situation where you get to just sleep with someone by accident while you're in a relationship, probably not going to be very easy for you. Are you downloading a dating app? Are you joining a dating service? Like, what is it that you're going to do? Because maybe you getting a dating app is off the table. You need to get into the practicalities and make sure you guys are both on the same page and, you know, maybe like ensure that you're wearing protection, for example. Is it a one-time thing? Like hall passes typically are like a one one and done situation. So it's like you need to figure out like what that parameter is. Like, is it a, I find someone and I'm good or is it a standing offer of being like, anytime you find something and how frequently can you do it? If you find someone, is it you sleep with that person once and you can never do it again? Is it you slept with them, you know, the first time, the you know, a month ago and now six months later, something else is like, can you go back? Can you double dip? Like, there's so much you need to talk about with regards to this that saying, like, I don't want I I don't want to hear it is not an answer. Yeah. And also, like, are you going to be okay with just sleeping with someone once? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and is that actually going to help things? So, at this conversation, if the conversation doesn't go well, that is a very, very, very good indicator that your hall pass is not going to go well. If she seems excited and engaged and is willing to answer these questions, maybe it is good. Like, at the end of the day, if it still does not feel right for you, don't do it. Follow your gut. If you feel like it's going to make you feel like you're cheating on your your fiance, don't do it. Right? Like, because it's, it's so simple. You're not going to enjoy it. And then you're going to have done this thing that could harm your relationship while not enjoying it, which is just a lose-lose. And then maybe you'll be bitter because you squandered your hall pass, you know? Conversation is non-negotiable here. 
hundred percent in depth, yeah. like proper one. And if she refuses to have it, that is all the indication you need that this is not a good idea. Uh, that is it. At the end of the episode, we like to hop onto online dating platforms to review profiles, see what works, see what doesn't work. Effort to make your online dating experience a little more enjoyable. First profile here. I am a girly girl who prefers to learn and do sports instead of partying like cute emoji and like a pink bow emoji. Quality time with close friends and family and spontaneous trips to build a fire and relationship fire emoji. Although you plan them because I completely get lost in planning my own stuffs. Uh, disclaimer, I'm used to being spoiled and going 50 50 is absolutely not me. Smiling emoji. You provide financial safety and I provide home happiness and emotional security. I mean, this is the, the trouble with dating profiles nowadays is like, I feel like that is something that someone wants. There are men out there who are looking specifically for this. People who, you know, have financial stability and do not know how to translate their social skills into a loving relationship. Sure. So, like, I, I think that this profile serves that well. Do I think it's a good profile? No, because it's not for me. Like, I don't yes. think I think someone who is in a relationship and there is a financial requirement. I think you you set yourself up for troubles outside of like the the usual difficulties of dating. I feel like there's no one who is like, I'm willing to be in a relationship and have this additional burden at no cost. You know what I mean? At no like without requiring anything from you. I feel like there's always a trade-off. No one's like, hey, I'm super nice. I'm super wonderful. I'm charming, blah, 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 blah. And I will enter this relationship that's going to cost me a bunch of money. And that's that's the only change. They're going to be yeah. like, well, because I pay, I'm, I control you or I'm paying because I'm shit. You know, there's always a hidden cost to this, I think. So I don't think it's a good idea in general. I also think it's kind of like, if you want to talk about it, the things you're offering are, Home, happiness, and emotional security. And it's like, happiness and emotional security should be bottom line shit you get in a relationship anyway. Yeah. And home is a little bold for date one. So it's like, at what point do you start to give that benefit? You know, like it's, it's bullshit. I think it's a bad profile. Someone might like it. I'll give it a three. Yeah, I'm giving it a three because it isn't inherently like bad. Like there's, there's no racism or like any of the isms in here. But I think... That, yeah, everything we just discussed is enough for me to be like, not for me. These are three prompts, same profile. My cry in the car song is, don't take off the bill now, two lines of tears during the holiday. The hallmark of a good relationship is, drinking and telling stories is not intoxicating. You should not go out with me if, love is the alias of understanding. This is more AI bullshit. (laughs) Is Is this the profile that got you to date this man? Right? Like, there's... This can't be real, right? Unfortunately, there there is. Yes, I, I came across a lot of profiles like this where it was it's like, I think nine times out of 10, English is not the first language. And there's a, 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 either a misunderstanding of what the prompts are for or, or just a lack of trying, care. Yeah. Or just what you're trying it. to say. Either way, like these these kind of things, like if you're going to use a platform that has this kind of system. And if English isn't your first language, maybe make that known because I would be far more forgiving yes. to to someone if if there's a little bit of janky English, if I know that that like you 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 speak other languages. But to just hit me with this kind of stuff, I like it sounds like someone got a hold of like a, a foreign chatbot and just copy and pasted the random shit it was saying to them. Yeah. 
It's going to be a zero because it's it's nothing. It means nothing. Another prompt here. Try to guess this about me. You could try to guess me. <laughs> Perfect. Excellent. <laughs> and I, the best thing is, I actually don't know if this is AI or just someone being like, I don't understand this. Like, did they just not understand the assignment? I don't know. Again, the, the prompts, there, there's a reason why I didn't use a lot of the apps that have prompts because of the complete misunderstanding of like what any of them mean. So yeah, this is going to be another zero for me because this was your, like they set you up a volley to sort of like lightly tap back and you just slammed it into the ground with your bare hand on your own side. I'm just like, no, absolutely not. I'm giving you nothing. Good luck. Yeah, that's pretty bad. I'll give it a one. That's going to do it for this episode, friends. Thank you very much for hanging out with us. It means a lot. Um, If you'd like to support the show, and get an extra episode every month where we get like loosey and goosey and just kind of like do whatever the hell we want. Uh, it's called Pillow Talk. It's available mm-hmm. on Patreon, and we would love we would love for you to support it because the the the, the more support we get for the show, the more we can we can put back into it. Uh, so please please support us, and we love you. Uh, I'm gonna hit you with some bad sex writing after I thank Josh Eagle and the Harvest Cities for their song Paper Stars. This is a Twitter thread of a person replying to themselves. Every once in a while, I sit down and think about how every woman in the world, young or old, ugly or beautiful, 2D or 3D, has a vagina. They just walk around all day with this hole between their legs that only exists so I can put my penis inside it. Has no other purpose. Our entire anatomy, the broad hips, the large breasts, essentially exist around and because of this hole. When misogynists call women the C-word, they're not being randomly crass. They're reducing a female to her fundamental aspect. Women are holes, and not just in the physical, but also mental sense. They want their man to fill their mind and their life and give it a meaning. Hence, reading a woman's political opinions is like looking at the penis of the man who's fucking her. This is also why the progressive idea that you have to respect women cops, teachers, intellectuals, politicians, and see them as your equal, or even as your superior, is so crazy. This is this is some Dan level shit. We haven't yeah. we haven't had something this bad in a very long time. I know. Um, I, I saw this and it hurt my brain so much. And then I was like, I'm not gonna bring it to the show. But then it hurt my brain too much. That I was like, this man needs to be ridiculed. This is this is the the person that we need to strap to a chair like a Clockwork Orange and have yes. listened to our show forever. <laughs> I hope you're ready for 279 hours of. Male positivity. (laughs) Yeah, we're coming for you, sir. Uh, This is terrible. uh, And if you feel this way, you're terrible. Uh, And my name is Dane Miller. And I'm Nal Spain. And don't be terrible. We've been your fuck buddies.